0: podcast listeners welcome to chris and tom's youth group podcast the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better my name is chris morphew i'm an author youth group leader and school chaplain here in sydney australia and as always joining me from melbourne is author speaker youth leader and best friend of the podcast tom french how you going tom
1: i am well thank you chris how are you doing?
0: I assume you're reporting in from Melbourne, but you're in your car, Tom, so I can't figure out where you are. You could be outside my house, for all I know. I could.
1: Are you? Yes. Look out your window. (laughs)
0: Do you want to come in, and we can just record it, like, in the comfort of my home?
1: No, we've already established it doesn't work as well, because we have issues with, you hear me on your mic, I hear you on my mic, editing so much harder, I'll just stay out here in the car. All right, um,
0: I do have an apology, not about that, but I have an apology to start the show with. Yeah. Um, I would like to apologize for the lack of clarity in the first 30 to 45 seconds of last week's episode about who it was that I am getting married to. Um, because... Who... Did we um, think you were getting too. Just a a just by means of introduction, I introduced special guest Lauren Mahaffey last week um, as youth leader and my favorite person to go engagement ring shopping with. <laughs> and I have heard that a regular listener of the podcast, who shall remain nameless, um got very excited about the news of my engagement and fired off a message to <laughs> our guest saying, congratulations, I'm so happy for you guys. Now, it is possible that this friend of the podcast was just happy for me getting engaged and for her being on the podcast, for me getting engaged and for <laughs> her... um you know, being an excellent uh ring advisor, but there was a lack of clarity there. I apologize to both Lauren and any listeners who may have been confused. Um I I'm not marrying Lauren Mahaffey. I am marrying her housemate, Kaylee. Um and so yeah, there you go. Apologies to all concerned. Uh, I feel like <laughs> Um there's also a lesson here about waiting until a few minutes into the podcast before you <laughs> fire off feedback. Um but that I'll leave that to others.
1: I um feel like there there could be some problems if you were meaning to marry Kaylee, but then it all just got confused in the podcast and you got engaged to the wrong person. But that's gonna cause some problems. So I'm glad you clarified here on the podcast for us. Well, can I, I also you say clarified that for Kaylee, if she was listening and she thought you might have got engaged to Lauren, like that might be. Something well, the you to actual engagement, well.
0: can I say, was very much a one-on-one situation. <laughs> okay, um, and in fact, good. there was clarification built in because I said, "Do you want to get married?" and Kaylee said to me specifically, and I said, "Yes," and she oh, that's said, "Good." Absolutely. So built was, into wasn't the actual like, proposal was there wasn't clarification. Anyone behind,
1: there wasn't anyone behind. Either. You know how you wave to someone and you're like, you think that it's the person you're, you're waving to someone. It seems like someone's waving at you, but it's actually the person behind, behind you. I feel you're like, worried. I don't There's think no so, behind. but I,
0: yep. I think we've had um, like sufficient follow-up conversations yeah. that everyone is clear now. <laughs>
1: You're planning um, your wedding to each other, not to
0: yes, that's anyone right, to nobody else. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, good. so sorry to um <laughs> everyone except Kaylee. I'm not marrying any of you. Um, so if anyone don't, you don't else need to
1: apologize to me for not marrying me, I'm I'm happy with that. Okay, I mean, good. So, never you can mind. Apologize then. to everyone but Kaylee and me.
0: Okay, to everyone except <laughs> Kaylee and Tom. No, because then. If I say to everyone except Kaylee and Tom, sorry, I'm not marrying you, then it feels like I'm making things even more ambiguous. So I'm going to give yes. you the apology, <laughs> even if you don't need it, <laughs> just for the sake okay. of clarity, because that's what this whole apology is about. It's about clarity, okay. because clarity <laughs> is kindness. I am yeah. getting married to Kaylee, um, who... Um, the girls at school have started referring to as my engagement girl. And so <laughs> um, from here on out, at least until the wedding day, um, Kaylee will be known as my engagement girl. <laughs> so shout out to my engagement girl who I am marrying and shout out to the rest of you who I am not marrying. And well, while now, we're here,
1: shout yeah, out to my wife girl. I Great. Just, I just really like that... Uh, that way of you know relating to people, so I like my wife, my wife girl. Well, I think she'd be in that
0: in that um, nomenclature. Is that the word I'm looking for? In, yeah. I feel like my, the equivalent would be marriage girl.
1: Yeah, and then married. Yeah, that's that that makes sense. That I think it goes that.
0: engagement girl, and then wedding girl on the day, and then marriage and then girl, marriage girl till death do you part.
1: But now that now that actually she's. We have a daughter. We mm. can call it, She could be my marriage matriarch. Oh, then it sounds like she's my mom. I don't want that. That's not cool. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we should get into the rest of the podcast. To Tom's mom,
0: who is distinct from Tom's wife. Let's talk about you. My, youth my group mom doesn't listen to this
1: podcast, by the way. I Why don't not? Think she, I don't know. I don't know. She. Um. I think she was she was burnt by some of my early uh early forays into the entertainment industry that she doesn't want to engage too much with all my you know my recorded media
0: yeah that's fair it's, i'm not sure yeah. that my mum knows this podcast exists but <laughs> maybe we can have a, a special mothers day episode where we get our mums on <laughs> and they can talk about youth group with us
1: yeah yeah, my mum ran a youth group once, actually. There you go. We could she could my talk about nineties. So good. All right. Anyway, let's what are we talking about this week? We um
0: you Oh, you oh happy birthday, Tom. Group. Just I don't oh. wanna <laughs> pass over that. Um <laughs> uh, yeah. Happy Happy thirty fourth birthday. I feel like now that we're in our mid thirties, it's just a bit less of a thing, but I didn't I didn't want to let it go by... Like, I know you're not going to have a big do, but I just wanted to... This
1: this birthday is so low-key, I'm celebrating it in the car, so...
0: Yeah, well, I hope you've got a little, you know, service station sausage roll or something to...
1: (laughs) Not that Uh, you could eat it. (laughs) Um, No, I can't, but I would would fondly let it warm my hands.
0: Well, (laughs) I... I'm glad <laughs> you can make full use of that even without uh, being able to eat it. I'm glad you've. Um, shall we talk about youth group, Tom? We really this one, I'd say this one's gone off the rails, but I feel like there were no rails to begin with. Um, it's a free ranging train. Anyway, podcast. it's the holidays, Tom. <laughs> Um, And
1: we're having a holiday
0: special where we pick (laughs) one issue and talk about it in a clear, concise, and considered way beginning to end. Yeah, Um, So So we're talking
1: about, if I'm not mistaken, combined youth groups.
0: You're not mistaken. We are talking about that Um, because both of us in some measure – lead youth groups that are representative of more than one church you tom yeah. run a youth group that is actually a avengers initiative style program yeah. for four different churches youths
1: it is uh, um, officially four but we have people from six churches
0: i think wow so this is like the second avengers where they added on even a couple of
1: extras yeah, it's like, um, yeah, when you get in, like Scarlet Witch, yeah, who from Moldova is he? Is that Moldo? Is it Moldova that no? I, country? You're thinking
0: of uh, Moldova, which is a real country. Sokovia is the made-up <laughs> <a> et- country.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Third <laughs> so, place sorry in Eurovision old- this year, Mold- Mold- Moldovan listeners. I think Moldovan it's Moldovan. Listeners. Yeah, no, but if you're, you're if you're from Moldova. Are you Moldovan you're, Mo- you're Moldovan?
0: I think you're Moldovan.
1: Oh you're from the Moldoves.
0: Like if you're a composer <laughs> from Beethoven, you're Beethoven.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so there's yes, we have four churches uh, officially, six churches or oh, and two extras. No, three extra churches, because one of our four churches doesn't have any youth that come at this point in their life. But right? how many churches I see. are you?
0: In your youth group, Chris. So we're theoretically um, one church, yeah. Um, as in we are the youth group of Abbotsford Presbyterian Church. However, due to reasons, um, most of the youth of Peterson Presbyterian Church also come along to our youth group. And so we are in this situation where there's kind of three kind of interconnected, groups of youth there are the abbotsford church crew who come along um on sundays but also join us on fridays there's the petersham crew who go along to their church on sunday but come to us on fridays and then there's the miscellaneous crew who by and large don't go to church anywhere on sunday but come to us on fridays and so it's um it's actually really great because the um the crew from petersham have really like boosted our critical mass of kids who are already following Jesus and and figuring out what it means to work that all out in their lives, and so that's really helpful because for a long time our youth group was overwhelmingly made up of kids who don't know Jesus yet, which is exciting and cool, but it's nice to have a balance so that um, the kids who don't know Jesus yet can kind of see what that looks like lived out not just in the life of um, the leaders but in the life of their peers so mm. that's pretty
1: good you can you can ha- establish a, a a dominant Christian culture that kids who don't know Jesus yet get to be part of rather than your like when you have a group that's there's you have more people who aren't Christians and Christians in the group it's harder to be like, this is, this is the culture that you might want to join. Um, Mm. It's, um, yeah, it's not, it's not wrong, but it, it, it depends. It's a different way of presenting. Yeah. And look,
0: it's obviously, you know, in real life, it's not as distinct as those three groups because there's overlap and there's, you know, a lot of our kids who go to church on Sunday are already followers of Jesus, but the, but there are others who are like, I don't know, like my parents are, I'm still figuring it out. And then there are youth who don't have a church as they're settled into on Sunday, but Friday nights kind of is their church because they're teenagers and they're kind of, they, they haven't yet made a transition into any kind of Sunday service, but youth group yeah. is the place where they meet with other followers of Jesus while they figure out what that means. And so um, it's always been, kind of gray for us like there's like there's not kind of hard lines around like any groups that i would try to describe like any subgroups of our youth group they all bleed into each other anyway so it's kind of hard to demarcate but i kind of think you don't have to so yeah yeah
1: so it seems like we've got like the two kind of ends of the spectrum of combined youth groups there's like the combined youth group which I think is probably where most combined youth groups are at. Which is your one. That's the. Um, this is a thing that's just kind of happening. Um, there's one church running a thing, another youth come along, and sometimes there's a more distinct group from a particular church that come, and and sometimes some churches, when their youth start attending a different church, are really happy about that. They're like, oh yeah, that sounds sounds that's great. Uh, sometimes it it can be like you have unofficial political issues there because they are like, oh, you're stealing our kids. But it's the thing that's just happened organically. But then there's my one, which is much more like it's structured and uh, it's the people with agreements, not like we haven't like signed, we haven't got the signed Inner North Youth Group Accords or whatever. Uh, But we, you know, we, we know what's happening. We know who's officially part of the group. We know what how we relate to each other. And we mm. know what my role is as the youth minister for them is. Um, and, yeah, and sometimes I think the question for some groups is, is the question around what do you do when, when it just starts happening? And then there's the question of what do you do? Is it worth actually trying to officially do like, should we pursue this? If you are like, in our case, the way it came about is because there are churches who no one had enough youth in their church to run mm-hmm. one youth group, um, and particularly not when people have this view of youth group that it needs to be, uh, it needs to be big, and so you put it mm-hmm. together and you can do bigger, more exciting things. And so they're like, let's all get together and run this thing together, um, and we'll work together. That's one one way of doing things. And that's one question is, is that a good idea for us? The other question of in, in your land is, what, what do we do and how do we do this well if this is already happening uh, mm. organically? Well, let me
0: ask you this then. What do you think the ideal is? Do you think the ideal is that every church has their own youth group that is connected to its own particular congregation? Or do you see a role for a combined thing even if, each church could viably run its own youth group by itself?
1: Uh, I say, like, I regularly, I, my line is a combined youth group is better than no youth group, but it's not as good as your own youth group. Mm-hmm. So that's my general thing. Um, that said, it, it, I want to nuance that with thinking that sometimes it depends on your the youth in your church. Mm-hmm. Like some youth just don't like a big thing. And so if you have three youth, say you've got three youth who have grown up together or have, they've, there's a few who know each other kind of well, very small, and you can run a, like a really simple stuff with them and they don't want to hang out in this big event. They don't want to see lots of other youth. Hmm. Um, then you can run a youth group for them and you don't need a lot of other youth and it can just grow organically from your three to five to six. And that can be a really effective youth ministry. It won't look like typical youth group, but youth group doesn't need to look like typical youth group to be effective youth ministry. Mm. On the other hand, there might be some youth who they just like, we love the big thing. And I don't want to go hang out like this year seven kid and a year 11 kid and a year nine kid or youth as we want to say. Um, and they just don't gel together. So you then put them in a group with a bunch of other teenagers and they thrive because there's suddenly other mm. teenagers their age. Mm. So the combined youth group might be better for them um, and might stay better for them for a lot longer. So it partly depends, I think, on the personality of the youth you've got around in your church mm. rather than just going, all teenagers will fit well into this, this particular yeah. way of doing things.
0: Yeah. Well, i it's kind of, well, not a live issue, but it's an issue that kind of gets brought up once in a while for me because every now and then someone will float the idea of combining. So we run K-Central Week once a year in the school holidays, which is our primary school kids outreach. And by we, I mean four of the local Prezi churches in our area. And every now and then someone's like, could you do the same thing with your youth groups? So um, Out of those four churches, three of them have youth groups. I'd say those three youth groups are all doing all right, but are all in a place where, man, we could always use a couple more leaders. And so there's mm. a part of me that goes, you know, if we just did a big thing together, we could combine – like pull all of our resources and rather than trying to run the same thing three times in three different places on the same night, we could run it once and do it big. And I can see some real advantages to that, but the big disadvantage to me is the bigger a group gets, the harder it is to feel known and the harder it is Mm -hmm. to feel like it matters that you're there. And so that's the, the thing that I think keeps pulling me back to Um, I think what you said earlier that combined youth group is better than no youth group, but it's not as good as everyone having their own. I think that's probably where I land on it. I do think though, that there's a role for, so once a term, those four youth groups, we usually get together and do something. And the youth all love that. I don't know if they'd love it if we did it every week, but they, every time we do it, they're like, Oh, can we do this more often? And so it, there's definitely value there in getting them together and being like, "Oh, there's more of us," and "Oh, there's my other friends from the kids program." And they you know, it's there's definitely pros and cons both ways. But at the moment, that's how we're kind of splitting the difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that the other thing about the combined youth group, which we don't, which people outside of the youth group kind of don't, I don't feel like they think about it that much. Because they go, oh look, you've got like twenty youth hanging out together on a Friday night. That's really great, um, which it is great. But my my end goal is not youth group. Um, my end goal is to help young people get firmly uh, established in their the their local expression of the family of God at church. Yeah. Like, like if if there are young people who don't come to youth group, but they're they're in their church, and they're known, and they're loved, and they're knowing and loving other people in their church, and mm. it's equipping them to serve Jesus in their community. I don't mind that they don't come to youth group, um, mm. and so, and the, the tricky thing about a combined youth group is that it's much harder to make those connections. Yeah, um, like what we what it does do is it helps keep young people attending church. Uh, Because there is something for them, it's not just Mm. that. Like it's not just about retention. Like um, we we teach them the Bible and help them to engage with their world faithfully, and give them opportunity for their friends to come along and get to know Jesus as well. Like that, we do all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, what I really want though is for them to find their space in the church. Um, One of the things that um, Mike, oh, I can't remember his name, Michael McGorry. I can't, he's a guy who wrote the uh, biblical theology of youth ministry. But he talks about, he says, uh, youth ministry is for a season, family is for a, a lifetime, church is for yeah, eternity. that's good. And that's, that's the thing that kind of sticks with me because I really want young people established in the church. And youth group is just... Just for a short time, and it's just one tool that mm. that God has at this point in their life to help them to be knowing Him and serving Him well. Mm. Mm.
0: And that I think is one of the interesting kind of uh, like questions that comes up as we have people from other churches coming to our group, or like particularly from this one other church coming to our group is what when we're trying to figure out how to serve those kids and give them pathways into their local church community, that ends up looking a little bit more multifaceted than it would if the pipeline was just, um, you know, out of youth group at our church on Friday and into the service yeah. at our church on Sunday. And that's not bad. And I think that we are hopefully serving the youth from both of those churches in really valuable ways, but I think they're different ways. And I'm still trying to figure out the best way to kind of think about the distinctions there, because in a sense, we have not a greater obligation to the ones who come along to our church on Sunday, but um, because our youth group is an activity of our church, it is kind of pointed in that direction so i think it's probably worth me going away and chatting to our other leaders and having a bit more of a think about what does it mean to best serve those other youth like what does it what is our ideal for them is our ideal for them to leave school and go to church anywhere at all and it doesn't matter like any good church and i kind of feel like that is the case then that looks like one thing are we Should I be thinking about how do we integrate them better into Sundays in their own church? Should I be, I don't know, that's the part where it kind of becomes a little bit less clear to me. But in the meantime, I'm just glad they're all here and we're just kind of plugging away and trying to give them the gospel and trusting that in the mix of what they do on Sundays and what we do on Fridays and what they are experiencing at home by their parents, that somehow that all works itself out, you know, in God's kindness and God's providence. And so I think for as long as I see youth group as the be all and end all and kind of go, well, it's up to us to do whatever is going to get done, then that causes me to panic. But as long as I go, you know what, this is part of a bigger picture. And even more than that, like, God's the one who's in charge here. We could be doing a terrible job and God would still be on the throne and he would, you know, do what he's going to do regardless. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, like, that way, like, what you were saying there is where the official kind of way of doing things comes into its own in that. I can be really deliberate about making choices and decisions about how we do things so that we're engaging as many of the churches as we can in a way that um, works for as many of the young people as we can. Um, and we can structure ourselves that way. Like we deliberately try and make sure we have leaders from every church available. Mm. We, mm. I make sure I'm meeting regularly with the leaders of each of the churches who are part of the youth group. Um, I we talk about the, the different churches quite often at youth groups so that, um, everyone knows that we're like, we're not trying to be from one particular church, but yeah. we support all their churches and want them all to be engaging wherever they are at. Um, whereas when it just happens to you, then, then you've got to figure out what structures do you put in place? What should you put in place? What mm. should you just? Do as if you were just one youth group, um, mm. and sometimes it's like it's those unsaid things, uh, and the the stresses. Particularly, I find the the stresses from the youth, from the the church that isn't the church that's running the youth group, but is worrying mm. about, oh, we've got our kids going to another church. Are they going to disappear on us? And um, and sometimes some some churches just really generous and don't worry or be mm. thankful and other times it's there's a undercurrent of resentment there which uh is feels less likely in our situation because we're, yeah. it's all above uh it's all out in the open and we're all decided we're gonna be there.
0: Yeah. And I look I think that's you know thankfully for us that's true too. There's no resentment. There's no kind of Sense of us doing anything wrong because the other church—it's not like the other church is running a youth group that their kids are choosing not to come to. Mm. Um, they don't have a youth group currently, and so they're grateful that there's something for their youth to come to that is, you know, pretty closely connected to their church anyway. Because we have such strong partnerships, and so at the moment it's all good. But I think the the thing that I keep coming back to—we had a youth group leaders meeting last Friday, and um one of the big things that we were talking about and it became clear that there were, you know, various different opinions about what the answer should be is um, just that the, the greater question of like, what's it all for? What's it aiming towards? Like, as you know, you've were articulating a little bit earlier about just like youth group is just for a season How do we make the best use of that season? And even if things have got to where they are organically, which in our case they have, there is wisdom in going, okay, well, that's what's got us here. What's the best thing to do with the situation that we're in rather than just kind of letting it all coast and not really thinking about it. And so I think the next step for us is to go, okay, this is the situation that we're in. And I mean this is I guess just youth group in general. It's like this is the situation we're in. This is the um the set of circumstances that has been put in front of us that God is, you know, asking us to steward. How do we steward that well? Um And I feel like we're reaching the end of our time and all we've really said is <laughs> Yeah, it's tricky, huh? And it's different in every situation, but maybe even that is like valuable to here I don't know
1: yeah I think maybe like if this is a live issue for people who are listening and you have questions uh particular questions then send them in because we can actually respond to your particular questions rather than just have a general conversation about combined youth groups because chances are there are people who are listening who are in both situations or at least. I'm fairly sure there'll be people in your situation, Chris, and there might Mm -hmm. be people who are listening who are thinking about putting themselves in my situation, and we can answer those questions just from our experience, at least.
0: Well, Well, and I imagine there might. Well, (laughs) there might also be people I imagine in situations where it's like uh, our youth are going to the youth group down the road instead of ours. What should we do about that? So maybe this is. Part one of a two part conversation, yeah. or maybe it's part one of a one part conversation. Um, we'll let you decide, podcast listeners. Um, if you have questions or thoughts about any of this, send us an email to Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com and we will do a follow up holiday special at some other time.
1: Yeah. And, and actually, if you are running a combined youth group, even if you don't have any questions, just email in and let us know or reach out to us. Reach out to me because I I want to talk to as many people who are doing combined youth groups as I can mm. because I find it interesting and it's my job. And also I have to write a research paper on it next semester. And so, you know, that will be helpful for me to get better marks. But more importantly, I just uh, I want to do combined youth group really well. Mm. And so I'd uh- love to hear from you.
0: And if you want to be on the podcast, if you are a, an expert in this area, or like us, a not necessarily expert, but here we are and we're trying to figure it out, um, yeah, send us an email. It'd be great to hear from you.
1: Well, yeah, um, is that it, Tom? Did we yeah. do a podcast? Yeah, except that the last thing I think we need, we have our, uh, we have to announce something. It's a very exciting announcement. We're going to have our first ever planned break from the Hooray. podcast because next I mean, week bird. I'm on holidays. <laughs> I'm away. You can't. You can't do it. Uh, so we will. We're not going to be back until I think. Is it like the first first week of October? Second week of October.
0: Are we gonna do another are we having a two week break, Tom, or are we having a one week break?
1: I don't uh, look, I think this is our planning session that you all get to listen. I don't go back to youth group until the sixth of October. So it feels like it's not worth doing a podcast until after that. What about you, okay. Case?
0: Well, can I suggest Wait, yeah. the sixth of October, that's next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, but after that. So next week doesn't we don't do it, so it'll be a one week break.
0: Yeah. So next week is next week episode will come out on the fourth. So you're at the end of next week. You are back at youth group. Is
1: yeah. that right? Yeah. But this episode's going to come out on the twenty seventh of September. Then the fourth of this October. Is... There's not going to be any 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 podcast. Yeah. It's not going. Yeah, to yeah.
0: But then on the eleventh of October there will be a podcast.
1: There will be one. I think so. Yeah. Great. Unless, so it's a one yes. week break. It's a one week. Don't edit go, any everyone. of this
0: out. Keep yep. it in. We don't edit unless there's heresy.
1: Yeah. And uh, and I think it is true that I am the Holy Spirit. So... Oh, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you're hitting the bell and I now actually have to edit in the bell. That makes it very difficult for me. I well, that's said what you heresy. get for making <laughs> heretical jokes. Oh. All right, now I think it's time for us to go. Uh.
0: It sure is.
1: We'll see you Um, in two weeks. You'll hear us in two um, weeks.
0: Can I say to the 27-year-old winner of our podcast Grocery or nursery competition, I have got your prize, but rather than spending money on postage, since you go to Tom's Youth Group, I'm just going to wait until I am down in Melbourne in a couple of weeks and hand deliver it. So thank you for your patience. I just (laughs) saved $5. Yeah, that's...
1: That's because you're a a man who has to save for a wedding. That's true. That $5 Um, is going to go to a much better table, those table things that you give away. uh, Somebody who wasn't going
0: to get one is going to get one. Bonbonnier? Is that what it's called? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to say it, but I'm pretty sure that's the word. Thanks for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Send us an email at chrisandtomsyouthgrouppodcast at gmail.com or go to um for more books and things. And that's where he also edits out his heresy, so that's good.
1: And go to chrismovie.com. Nailed it again. Did we, though?